tenacious as the fiery sun and all of its brilliance. I will my life into existence. Welcome back to Co-Create Oneness. Namaste, recovery family. Wake up to your invincibility. This is your host, Dan Wilkes, and I created this podcast to help you become stronger mentally, spiritually, physically, and emotionally. How? By practicing the secrets of willpower and self-discipline. While it's true that we all possess a power that can be willed, most of us choose to will that power towards what we don't want. I'm here to help you uncover your natural gifts, fuse them with your deepest passions so that we can begin to will your power towards what you want in life. I'm excited for today's episode because it is about choosing your destiny, having the courage to choose your destiny. Courage. Courage is absolutely useless without fear. You cannot be courageous without being scared. In today's episode, The Courage to Choose Your Destiny, I pulled together the words of three extraordinary leaders, Bishop T.D. Jakes, Les Brown, and Jocko Willink. I put together this work to help you make a decision I feel 98% of the world hasn't made. The decision to choose your own destiny. I like to put it like this. Fate and destiny, they correlate, but they are not the same. Fate is the end, but destiny is the final destination. Destiny. Destination. Even if you don't make it, where is the destination you want to arrive at on your deathbed? Think about mastery. What passion do you have burning inside of you? And you stomp out that fire with buts, shoulda, woulda, coulda, and I can't because of. What could you spend the rest of your life mastering and enjoy the entire journey of your life while you fail forward along the way? No, you might not be able to make a living at it just yet. You know, it might take 18-hour days at work and then at home, beating your hammer and proving your craft. But sooner or later, you will become good enough to help someone else do the same. And that is the gift of reciprocity we owe to each other. Your dreams matter. Your desires. Desire, a Greek word that means of the Father. Your passions correlate with your purpose on this earth. While you give the world your gifts, while you leave an impact on this earth, and leave the planet a better place when you leave than it was when you got here. It takes courage, my friend. It takes immense courage to devote the next five years of your life to working a job and organizing your future. But I promise you, you will get there. You will get to where you want to be. There are no limits. But it is not easy. I want you to get used to being wrong. I want you to get used to failing. Your job is to fail 
less. Your job is to be less wrong. Find the problems and then use your gifts to create solutions. You know, I invented a wheelchair to help my mom use the bathroom and keep her from falling down. And I invented this wheelchair by staring the problem in the face and asking, how can I prevent this? I went to war. I found a solution through persistent effort. Your gift from the universe is the mind inside your head. I'm here to help you program it for success with the right ideas, a solid belief system, and persistent, consistent action. So here's my gift to you, a little piece I created with the words of Bishop T.D. Jakes, Les Brown, and Jocko Willink on the courage it takes to choose your destiny. Enjoy. It has been said about people that when people know better, they do better. And that sounds really, really profound. But over the years of my life, I wonder, is it true? Because everything that sounds good isn't always true. When people know better, they do better. I can't even say that's always true in my own life. Because there's a difference between knowing better and doing better. So I started talking to other people and I would ask them what they were doing. And I said, but is that your passion? And they would say, no. I said, then what's your real passion? And they would tell me what their real passion was. Then I said, well, then why aren't you doing what you really want to do? Oh, I can do it, but. And they would continue on. So this word, you know, but just kept on coming up. And then it also has some friends like woulda and coulda and shoulda. <laughs> Rome wasn't built in a day. We all know that. Everyone hears that. But Rome also didn't fall apart overnight either. It took hundreds of years for Rome to reach its peak, but it also took time, hundreds of years, for Rome to decay and fall apart. And that is representative of life because you don't achieve worthwhile goals quickly or easily. They take time. They take struggle. They take relentless pursuit day in and day out. That's what it takes. I know I don't have no business with dessert. said I was going to watch my cars. I know I should get up every morning early and exercise about 5.30 and jog about three miles. I know better. I know what to eat and what not to eat. I know what is healthy, what is not healthy. I have been informed. I have been educated. I know not to eat no oxtail. I know Oh, y'all not going to talk to me this morning. I, I, I know I don't need those barbecue ribs and the french fries. The 
waitress even asked you, do you want salad? And I sometimes I just say, no. I know not to let them bring bread to the table because I know if it gets to the table, it's going to, you know, especially if it's hot and it's warm and they've got good But I know not to even risk bringing it that close to me because I know I'm not strong enough to resist it. When people know better, they say they do better, but it is possible. I know how to do curls. I know how to bench press. I, I know how to do lat pull down. I know how to do it. I know the form. I know what I ought to be doing. I know I should stretch every morning. It is not the absence of knowledge that always deters the activity. But the gulf between what we know and what we do is often a wide gulf and we don't always reach across. How is it that many times we block ourselves and we use these words almost like we're in a trance, like we're sleepwalking through life, that we find ways to cancel out our dreams. And I think that but is a dream killer that a lot of things that we want to do, a lot of places we would like to go, a lot of things we would like to experience, and we just stop at but. But also, things don't usually fall apart quickly either. At least at first, it, it's, it's a slow process. A little slip here. Set back over here, a little wearing down of discipline and will over time. If you don't know better, it's impossible. You can't do better if you don't know better. Often we still know better than we do. The truth of the matter is, doing better isn't always easy. Sometimes it's real tough. Doing better isn't always easy. Doing better as a husband or wife isn't always easy. We know what we should be doing, but we don't always do it. Sometimes we don't do better until we get in trouble. I was reading something the other day that, that talked about, but it says, but is an argument for our limitations. And when we argue for our limitations, we get to keep them. See, but will cause you to procrastinate. But will cause you to hide out behind fear. But will cause you to come up with all type of excuses that you can validate your inaction and not acting on your dream. everyone, Dan Wilkes here. You know, from the words of Frederick Douglass, once you learn to read, you will be forever freed. And so I ask you, give my book a try. It's 14 chapters of my shared experience that will teach you how to conquer yourself. The secrets of self-discipline, a strategy to go from rock bottom to a place in life where you wake up feeling empowered to create the life you want. 
My story, how I went from a homeless drug addict to a philanthropic entrepreneur. It's all in the book. And you can read it for free on Kindle right now. To get the book, just go to danwilkes.com slash booksbydan. That's D-A-N-W-I-L-K-Z dot com slash booksbydan. That's the thing. Success and failure are generally slow processes. Either slowly building things up or gradually tearing them down. And that's why I say you've got to pay attention. You have to watch. You have to watch every single second. Because those seconds, they turn into minutes. And minutes turn into hours. And hours turn into days. And days turn into years. And so, that second... That second that just went by, that counted. And so did that second. And so did that one. And in those precious seconds, you were either building or you were decaying. You were either gaining ground or you were losing ground in that second. And in every second. Sometimes we don't do better until we have competition. Oh, it's going to be quiet this morning, Jesus. Angels, y'all shout for me this morning because the people are going to be quiet. Doing better on the job. We know what to do. We used to do it when we first got the job and we didn't take it for granted. We knew not to take a two and a half hour lunch. We knew how to be in our place. We knew not to be on the phone and playing video games in our office. We knew better. Yeah. You should wear some strong shoes because I'm going to step on some toes today. But whether we know better and what we do is two different things all together. Especially when you realize that the people we admire the most were people who put into action what they knew. Who grew and changed and made corrections. They became our heroes because they had the courage to change course. And right now, more than ever, people need to look for ways to live their dream. People need to look for ways to make it on their own. There is no such thing as job security. There's no such thing as a storm-proof or tragic-proof life. There are no guarantees today, ladies and gentlemen. The illusion is gone. There was a time when, when we graduated from high school, you were told, go to college, get out, and you go and work for a corporation for 30 or 40 years. They'll give you a gold watch and you'll retire. Special announcement, that day is gone. <laughs> that day is gone, never to return again. So instead of people living in fear, feeling stressed out, feeling powerless, feeling like victims, I think it should be a time that we need to begin to look at ways that we can become an active force.
decide to take charge of our own destiny, look at ways when we can decide to design a life of substance and begin to truly live our dreams. And it's time for people to decide, I'm ready to get on with my life. How do you stop making excuses? This is actually pretty simple. Yeah, and I said it the other day, and you have to realize, you have to know, you have to accept that all your excuses are lies. They are lies, all of them. Think about the things that you tell yourself, the lies you use to rationalize taking the easy road. Taking the easy road and leaving discipline behind. Think about them. People who had the courage to change course. Leaders like Abraham Lincoln had the courage to change course. It is not now, it's, we always honor people after they're dead. But in real time speed, our heroes were not popular because they went against the course and they swam upstream against the grain and they had to have courage to change the course. That's not easily done. Dr. King had to have courage to change the court. Nelson Mandela went to jail to change the court. You can get in trouble to change the course. Now, you know, a lot of people say, I'm going to live my life one day when things get right. <laughs> when I get all my bills paid. When I get my feet on the ground. I say, what have you been walking on? <laughs> You don't have time. That's a lie. You don't have support. That's a lie. You don't have the equipment or the gear. Lies. You don't you don't know the best way. Who cares? That's a lie. Or you're too old or you're too young. Of course you're too old or too young. Why? And there's you're too busy. Sure you are. That's a lie. And you're too tired or you're too sore or you're just plain not feeling it lies 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 and the list goes on and on and on corrections can often have severe consequences corrections can often have severe consequences getting it right can have severe consequences because see you 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 make a decision at one stage in your life and then later you know better but you're already in the situation I never will forget I was teaching a Bible class one time and I was doing Q&A right here at this church and a young man said something to me I will never forget he said I am the world's best at getting into situations and the world's worst at getting out and I think the reason it becomes so difficult to get out is because sometimes it's become so complicated. It requires humility that some people lack the ability to quiet their ego enough to achieve the ability of change because sometimes you have to go against what you said at this stage 
to correct where you are at that stage. And some, until you become strong enough to admit, yes, I said it, but I was wrong. You can't bring about change. And sometimes your ego will make you be loyal to a mistake. I'm wondering if there's anybody in here who's ever been loyal to a mistake. And you, it was a mistake and you knew it was a mistake, but you counted up the cost to fix it and you decided you would just take the easy way out and live with it. See, there are no problem free moments. Guy named Dimples had a record one time called, if it ain't one thing, it's another. <laughs> and I say, if it ain't one thing, it's 12 others. <laughs> Always something there to build a case on why you can't move on, why you can't grow to the next level, why you can't begin to manifest your greatness, why you can't begin to live life on your terms. Always something there to block you, to keep you where you are and keep you from beginning to develop your true greatness. Always some fear. How do we handle it? Then it doesn't stop if you don't make it stop. So recognize, recognize the excuses are not valid. They aren't. They're trumped up. They're conjured up. They're fabricated. They're lies. Our decisions, you see, to correct our mistakes can create disruption. And not only disruption for us, disruption for other people. And when you look at what it's going to take to straighten it out, sometimes you just don't do it. And when you don't do it, you become trapped in a nightmare of regret. You'd be surprised how long you can live in the prison of your problems. You'd be surprised how long you can live a life where you clap like you're free, you talk like you're free, you move like you're free, but you're really not free at all because you are trapped in a complicated situation. You can't get out and you can't get in. You're just stuck. And so you clap stuck and you sing stuck and you go to choir rehearsal stuck and you go to work stuck and you come home stuck and you go to church stuck. And yes, you get your dance in every now and then, but you go back to a situation that's stuck because dancing doesn't bring about change. Find out what it is you want and go after it as if your life depends on it. Why? Because it does. People that have found their passion, people that found the things that they love, people that have found the things that they can pour their lives into, those people live longer. And I think that's everybody's desire in life. You've got to live what's in you. Life is just too short and unpredictable. And how do you stop the lies? You stop the lies with the truth. The truth. The truth will set you free. The truth will stand and the truth will deliver you from procrastination and laziness and the downward spiral that comes with a lack of discipline. I don't care how much you praise the Lord until you correct your past decisions, you are not going to get the breakthrough that you need.
and still use until you stop using shopping for therapy you're never going to have the credit rating that you should have no matter how much he's Jehovah Jireh he can't be Jehovah Jireh to you because as fast as he pours it in you leak it out and God is too much of a businessman to keep investing in a bankrupt system and you know what it takes to fix it and you know the discipline that's required to get your life together but it's not always true that people who know better do better and not doing better simply leaves you stuck but what are what do we say but I, but there always be tomorrow oh no there are no guarantees you're going to show up tomorrow. There are a lot of people who were here yesterday that they're not here today. There are a lot of opportunities that were around yesterday. They're not here today. Oh, you can wait. But you know what Abraham Lincoln said? Well, good things might come to those two who wait, but only the things that have been left over by those who hustle. Hey, you know, the information has been out there for a while that 95% of our life is ran from our subconscious programs. But we only record those programs from ages 1 to 7. So after that time, how do we record new programs? How do we reprogram our mind for success? The answer, my friends, sleep hypnosis. You know, just as you're going to bed at night, your brain descends from consciousness down into theta. And that 20-minute window right before you're going to sleep and right when you wake up in the morning is when the door to the subconscious mind is open. So the most powerful way to record new programs is to play a tape of positive affirmation as you sleep at night. And I have a free success hypnosis here that's been used by hundreds of thousands of people from all over the world. You can get this free success hypnosis by going to danwilkes.com slash free success hypnosis. That's D-A-N-W-I-L-K-Z dot com slash free success hypnosis. So don't believe the lies, believe the truth. And the truth is you have time. You have the skill, you have the knowledge and the support and the willpower and the discipline to get it done. So, cast out the lies, burn them down, and listen to the truth, and live the truth, and go out and get it done. The real truth of the matter is we get trapped. We get trapped. We get trapped in our relationships. We get trapped in our health. We get trapped in the argument, mask, no mask, vaccine, no vaccine. I heard this, I heard that, I heard that. We get trapped until being trapped makes us sick. And somewhere with a respirator in our mouth, don't, don't, don't tell me because we're the ones that bury people, so we know. We know, we talk to the families, we deal with the people who didn't have the courage to change course. In fact, you have to have 
the, the adaptability in life to be able to change course. It's not like you get it right and it stays the way you left it. Life keeps changing and as life keeps changing and seasons keeps changing and circumstances keep changing, you gotta be flexible enough to change on a dime and switch this way and turn back this way. And if you don't make the right switch at the right time, you find yourself stuck. And you wake up one morning and you realize I'm getting older and I don't know what it feels like to have lived my best life. I, I, I've not lived my best life. I've not lived at the top of what my potential was. I've not reached the zenith of possibilities of what I could be. I've not fulfilled my purpose. I've not finished my core. I don't get any crown for me because I wasn't living my best life. I was surviving my old life. And rather than to be free, we peer through the bars of depression. Decide whatever you want to do, that you are now going to become actively involved right now, exploring the possibilities for you. That you're going to look at it and do just a little bit of it right now. When I decided to become a speaker, I didn't just quit my job and just ran out and say, I'm a motivational speaker. No. What I did was I decided to start looking at other people that were involved in the speaking profession. I volunteered to work with some speakers so that I could learn. Whatever you want to do, get your feet wet. Gain some experience doing some volunteer work in the area and find out whether or not this thing you want to do will fit for you. A friend of mine told me he wanted to have a restaurant. I said, have you ever operated a restaurant before? He said, no. I said, well, really, you don't even know if you want one. I said, what's your expertise? What do you bring to the table? He said, I can cook real good. I said, well, what about the management side? What about the business part of the restaurant? You're not going to be cooking all the time. Somebody's got to receive the money. Who's going to manage the personnel? He said, you got it right. You got a point there. So this guy got a job in a restaurant in the evening time on a part-time basis. After doing that for a while, he said, you know what? I think I just want to be a chef. <laughs> so, you want to get better? You want to self-improve? Stop looking for a shortcut and go find your alarm clock and find your discipline and find your guts and your passion and your drive and find your will and then and then you will find your freedom mistake and your miracle and put them all in the same house and make it work there has to come a cutting away, a cutting away. You can't change course if you can't cut. You can't change course if you can't cast out. And the challenge is to trust me with the collateral damage. Who am I preaching to? See, whatever you decide to do, look at it and find out what is it that I have that I could bring to the table that can begin to enable me to ensure that I could be successful in this. Where is the opening for you? There's room for you out here. Out here in the arena called life, there's room for you to come out and live your dream. Don't allow but to keep you in the corner or keep you up in the bleachers, looking at life, being a spectator, not being a participant, making a difference in life. Now, these could be signals that you need some time off. 
And those signals might be right. They could be correct. But don't take today off. Not today. Wait until tomorrow. Don't, don't give in to the immediate gratification that is whispering in your ear. Shut that down. Do not listen to that little voice. Instead, go through the motions. Lift the weights. Sprint the hill. Work on the project. Get out of bed. Now, as an overall rule, I do not like procrastination. You need to get things done. It's sufficient for your mistakes. My, my grace, my grace, my grace, my grace is sufficient. You don't have to live in this chaos. Your spirit has been in a state of constant disruption because you won't change course. And I don't want you to live in this constant, chaotic, stressful environment of forlornment because your mistakes and your miracles are cohabitating in the same space. I believe that all of us came here with something. All of us showed up to give something and that nobody, but nobody's going to give that service that you have to give. No one's going to produce your product. No one's going to write your book. No one's going to open your academy. No one's going to begin to create your daycare with a special curriculum to help to cultivate the high self-esteem in our children. That's your idea. And if you don't bring your idea out here, when you die, all of us will suffer because we've been deprived of your genius because you allowed butt to keep you in the bleachers and not pursuing your greatness. You take it to your grave with you. But if you are going to rest, that is one thing that you should procrastinate on. That's the one thing I want you to put off until tomorrow. And if, when tomorrow comes, you still feel like you need to rest or you need to take a break, then okay. Take it. But the chances are you won't. You won't need that rest. Chances are you will realize that the desire to rest was just weakness. It was just the desire to take the path of least resistance, the downhill path, the easy path. All I need from you is some courage to change course. If you don't change course, you're going to mess up your destiny. If you don't change course, you're going to mess up your future. If you don't change course, you're not going to be in the place you need to be to become who I created you to be. If you don't change course, you're going to spend the latter years miserable because you won't own up to your mistakes and acknowledge that you were wrong and you won't fix it. And all the dancing and all the shouting and all the giving you do over top of it will not take away from the fact that you still need the courage to change. You got to have life. If you're excited about what you're doing, even in the area of selling, you know people don't buy because of logical reasoning. People buy because of your way of feeling. So the fact that, that whatever you do, you want to be excited about it. 
You want to have the kind of excitement that is so contagious that people want to be around you. Because whatever you're doing, whatever you talk to people about this particular idea that you have, they're looking at you and they want to know, do you believe it? And are you the kind of person they want to be in business with? And if you're not positive, if you're not energetic, if you're not fired up about it, how can you expect anybody else to be fired up about your idea? Am I right? And by simply going through the motions, you overcame that path and you stayed on the righteous path, the disciplined path. You stayed on the war path which is right where you know. You know what they say? The definition of lunacy is to continue to do the same thing, expecting a different result. You can't be the woman you want to be and the woman you used to be at the same time. You cannot be the man you were created to be and the man you used to be at the same time. And you know that now. But the problem is you just can't bring yourself to change course because of all the people that it would hurt for you to change. And how long will you make those people more important than your destiny. There are a lot of people who say, but I tried once or twice and it didn't work out. And so they use that as an excuse not to ever come out again. The guy said, um, if at first you don't succeed, you're running about average. <laughs> so, so, so if you have come out here with an idea and it didn't work out, two or three times, well, that's all right. You're running about average. You know, I heard something, a, a, a jarring question. It says, why is it that people prefer known hells to unknown heavens? You know why? Because it's comfortable, ladies and gentlemen. I keep getting asked this type of question. How do I get discipline? Or how do I want discipline? Or how do I maintain discipline? And the answer, it's, it's a simple answer, but obviously it's not easy. And there's all, all kinds of little tricks and methods that people talk about. And, you know, they have some merit. You know, maybe they do work. These, these things, you know, do the little things. People say, man, wake up early. I say that. And write things down. And take cold showers. And... Tell everyone what you're going to do. So broadcast it and make promises or, or make bets with, with your friends of something that you don't want to lose. And then those things, those ideas, they're, they're cool. I'm sure they're going to have some impact. And if they work for you, that's, that's awesome. But, but the fact of the matter is that the reason discipline is hard to maintain is because it is hard to maintain. Hey, do you want to discover how to quickly and easily manifest everything you desire? Reprogram your subconscious mind within minutes.
My online mentor, Jake Ducey, has created a neuro-linguistic programming software that instantaneously reprograms your subconscious mind, and you can join his free masterclass to get a crack at a free demo of this amazing product. To join the masterclass, just go to danwilkes.com slash reprogram. That's D-A-N-W-I-L-K-Z dot com slash reprogram. The Lord sent me here to lose somebody this morning, to liberate somebody this morning. You've been in bondage. You can't even be your best self. You can't do your best work. You can't be who you were created to be because you're stuck in a situation that you helped to create and you're guilty and you feel guilty and you overcompensate because you're guilty and you're in this situation because you're guilty and you're stuck because you're either way you move somebody's going to get hurt and if you don't move it's going to be you that means I might not get to say everything I want to say that means I got to hold my peace sometimes that means sometimes I got to bite my lip that means sometimes I've got to learn another discipline that means sometimes I got to bleed but if I have to bleed to be better I'm willing to bleed I'm willing to bleed a little while to be better for a long time. You're going to have to dance with life, so you might as well learn you some steps because it's going to drag you out on the floor anyhow. So you better get out there and try to do the twists. <laughs> try to do steps in life. Is this looking all right? <laughs> because life going to put some knots on your head anyhow. No one is immune. No one is exempt from that. All of us can begin to affirm that, that my life is worthwhile. Doesn't matter what I've experienced. Doesn't matter about what I don't have. Doesn't matter about what I've gone through. What's important is that where I am right now, that I live life and I experience my life fully. And I'm saying that the fact that you're still here, that you're still breathing, you've got some more work and you owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself. So when you get up in the morning, that you can look yourself in the face and say, hey, I'm living my life on my terms. That's what makes discipline hard. It's hard. And if you hear me claim that discipline is easy for me, then straight up, that's just my ego talking. That's what that is. Because I'm unfortunately just as human as everyone else and it is work to maintain the discipline that's what it is work holding the line maintaining the standard giving no slack none that's the discipline that's the discipline and it is hard See, I realized that if I didn't have the surgery, the pain would never go away. And if I had the surgery, I would have pain for a little while, but eventually the pain of recovery will go away. And you gotta decide, are you willing to have a little 
momentary discomfort to be where you are called to be? Or are you so concerned about the disruption that your change creates that you're willing to be a prisoner in your own life the rest of your life? Because every time I ever made a change, somebody got hurt. We are going into a week of change. We're gonna change course. We're gonna change direction. We're gonna change our focus. We're gonna change our attitude. Revival is to wake up what's dead, to bring back to life that that has gone away, to restore, to bring back the luster of really knowing God. That's important. Not to give up on your dream, not to give up on yourself. Now, are there going to be some moments when you want to give up? Yes. Will there be some moments when it's going to seem like it's impossible? The pain that you're experiencing, the disappointment that you're experiencing, that you're going to say it's not worth it? Yes, that's, that's going to be right there for you. It's, it's going to be in your face telling you to go back. You're going to start listening to the butts and, and butts will have all kind of help and support from your family members and friends saying, I told you, fool. <laughs> And if there's one thing I would say that does make it easier, it's to envision what it feels like when you're done. What it feels like after you've worked out or you've held the line on your food intake or you've pushed through some monotonous project that you have to do and all those things. When they're done, they feel good. A new beginning. A season of change. There will be change. There will be a cutting away. There will be a casting out. There will be a singleness of heart. A wholeness in spirit. There will be change. I decree and declare a new beginning. Time to face yourself and talk to yourself in the mirror. Time to look around and become creative and see what need or service that you can provide with high standards so that people will talk about you being a master at what you do because of the commitment of pride and excellence and high standards that you've set for yourself. It's time for you to look within yourself and decide that I'm in charge of my destiny. I'm in charge here. And I'm not going to allow anybody to turn me around. I am determined that I'm going to make it. And here's something, ladies and gentlemen, when you make it important, it's not a preference. It's not negotiable. It's a must. When you decide, I'm going to do it, regardless of the opposition, regardless of the difficulties, I'm going to make this happen because it's important to me. I'm saying the universe will yield to you and life will never be the same again. Hey, 
everyone. If you live in the U.S. or Canada and you want to receive motivational text messages from me directly to your cell phone, just text me at 970-703-4845. That's 970-703-4845. I hope this message has made you just a little bit stronger. That's what I have for today's episode. To all my friends around the world, thank you for coming back here every single week to learn the secrets of willpower and self-discipline. Until next time, you are full of amazing unlimited potential and only you can provide your gifts to the world. Namaste.